Welcome back to the Athlinks Podcast, everybody. As always, I am your host, Troy Bousseau, and we are wrapping up part two of our interview with Laura Galvan, who will be representing her home country of Mexico in the 5K distance in Tokyo in just a couple of weeks. And uh, she comes to us by way of Hoka One One, another phenomenal athlete that they've sent our way. If you haven't already done so, please go back and listen to part one of the interview from last week. That is episode 43, which left off with Laura, her college running career having ended and life beginning with the job and the apartment and the, the relationship, but a bit of unfinished business where running is concerned. So let's go find out how she went from retired runner beginning to settle down in Seattle to representing Mexico in the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. If you're ready for the show, crank it up and let's go. So you have a boyfriend, you have an apartment, you have a car, you have a job, you have all this great stuff going. I mean, you're literally living the American dream, right, at this point. Exactly. Um, and and now, you know, for a rock and roll marathon, it's like, okay, whatever. You know, I mean, I'm going to throw it all away because I just, you know, had this good qualifying time for, you know, and like it's it's kind of a crazy leap, right? Because you've known, it's not as if you said, well, wait a second, look at my times and, and I get compared against nothing. You had just gone through this experience at Kansas State, whether it was injuries right. or other things, where you sort of knew where you measured up at the time. What gave you that confidence that that you were willing and able to take this leap of faith? Like, even go go a step before that. When this start, these thoughts start creeping into your head of like, I think I should give this another run. You again, you have an employer, you have a boyfriend, you have family back in Mexico, you have all of these other people. You've proven yourself in your life to be this very independent person. So I don't want to discount that, but what, what is that, um, I guess, process like, and how did that, what was the genesis of all of those things happening? Right. Um, I, like you, like you mentioned all of that, I definitely was like, okay, Laura, all this is happening, right? I kind of put myself into a situation, a position of like, okay, what do you have? Okay. You have, um, and I kind of, uh, like took everything down to priorities to um like really looking into my life what i wanted to do in the future like uh for for instance like i was like i saw myself getting married with my uh now ex-boyfriend or my boyfriend at the time and no i didn't see myself getting married okay, there. okay then that wasn't probably something you know um you know that okay that wasn't happening my job i definitely needed to change something because it was getting harder to you know to to do the best i could uh, be there with uh, you know with that same routine so i i needed to to look something there and it was something happening i needed to do something um and really at home um I hadn't seen my family for eight years yeah. as well. My mom, I, I promised my mom I was going to go to the States and come back after college. And I didn't. Mm. And so that was something very special that my mom uh, kind of kept. She was like, you promised me that you were going to come back and you're not. And so that was something very, uh, you know, that always yeah. kind of was there. Um, and I had all these emotions of running that like really uh, got me like, you know, so I, you know, I was so content 
with that and myself and in my persona and because I, that happened and then I was happy. You know, I was like, okay, well, um, you know, I, I go in, I go this, I go that because, you know, I just ran, you know, these miles. And so I, I, I realized that if I was happy, uh, you know, I was everything that I did, I was going to do good, you know, because sometimes um, if like, like I said, like my job was getting just very stressful and, yeah. and I, I was like, okay, I need to go to work again. And, and I was feeling like, you know, that was all like, that was it for my life. And I was like, I'm just, I'm not even 30 years old and I'm already being very like sometimes pessimist about the situation or about the day or, yeah. or, and I think it didn't help that the Seattle weather is very like cloudy all the time and rainy. <laughs> so sometimes I will get very yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah. like the sun will not, you know, shine and it'll be like, man, today again. And so I think I, I kind of sat and, and saw all of this and, and I was like, now well, I know for sure that running, you know, makes me like really happy. And if I want to, you know, um, you know, keep with my life being happy myself because I was almost, you know, I had my boyfriend, but I was not living with him. So I was by myself and I've been by myself most of my life. So, yeah. um, I really, I, I wanted to be happy with, with me first. And then, you know, I could do something else. So I think that was something that I was like, I don't want to be 40 years old and be like, I just spent 10 years old, just not you know, being happy and being yeah. here. And, and I, I, that really like scared me. I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that after so many times and, yeah. and, and just not be happy. So I think that was really, um, that was, that was that. And then it happened that I ended up coming here to Mexico for vacation on December, a year. And I came here and um, uh, as, as usual, I will go and meet my coach that I had here. And then I went there and, and my coach was um, having this, they were having a small uh, race here in, in Mexico, um, in the mountains mm. uh, where I train now. Um, and I used to train there too, as, as little. And so I went there and he, it happened that he was there and with Leo Manzano. And, and Leo Manzano was somebody that, you know, I always was like, oh my gosh, Leo's on the TV and blah, blah, blah. I always look, you know, up to him. And like, what are the chances that I go back home and I, I go with my coach, you know, as usual, and Leo and like, is there. And I was like, oh my gosh, Leo, like, <laughs> hello. And I was just like, so over the moon about that. But he was there for another reason, right? He was not, uh, he, he was there working with, um, some other people. So, but that was very interesting. And then, so that really kind of, um, I don't know. Then I came back home and that was when I was like, man, should I just, that you just kind of fed wa uh, me wanting to go back to running, you know? And at the same time I had this of, uh, I needed to quit my job and what I do with my apartment and what I do with my car and all that stuff. And my boyfriend was going to say, just going to go back home and what the heck. And, uh, it was crazy, but I think, I, I think I will say this. I think I was very selfish, mm. definitely very selfish on, on, on really, um, having that, uh, decision taken after I came back to the States, 
because, um, yeah, because really was all I, because I feel like also like my relationship with, uh, with my boyfriend wasn't getting, was getting worse because I was not happy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I was not really, really happy. Uh, and, and, it, and it was just not good. And I felt like I needed to change that first myself in order for me to have a healthy relationship or, or with other people as well. So I think that was a huge thing for me too. I wanted to, to touch on that. And, and yeah, and it was, it wasn't easy of course, but I will say that, yeah, I kind of was very, I felt like if I will change that, I will impact people around me yeah. in a better way well, than that, I was doing at a point. Yeah. I mean, you use a word like selfish, which really has a sort of a negative connotation. I, I keep going back to that 13 year old girl on a bus with all of that time to think about, you know, her life. and. I just, you know, again, you've, you've made these, these very mature decisions throughout your life to sort of always push forward. And so I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, you, I mean, it's your word. You get to use what, whichever one you feel fits, but it feels to me like selfish is too far too negative a word versus, you know, whatever self-realized or self-actualized of, you know, you knew, um, not just what would make you happy because it, you know, I mean, frankly, in, in a lot of ways, the selfish decision might've been to stay in that job in Seattle, right? It was easier, right? You have your life right. going and, you know, you're going to make a bunch of money and, you know, like that in a way is sort of like, there's two versions of yourself. There's the easy version straightforward. And then there's this other version that we all have, which is make those difficult decisions, Right. And so maybe, maybe you were being selfish to that other version of yourself to stay versus leave. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not explaining it well, but it, it just, again, like selfish is far too negative, I think, a term for what you did, which is you knew what was going to make you happy. And maybe more importantly, you knew what was not going to make you happy. And you made the tough decision to say, that's not what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go pursue this other thing. Right, exactly. And and I guess like I use that word because at that point, for instance, um, like, uh, you know, I like my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, let's say, right, he, he did have probably a future thinking mm -hmm. on, on, on we getting together and blah, blah, blah. But it, I didn't. And so when, when I take that decision of like going away completely um, and, and just ending up and, you know, finishing with that relationship, like, you know, it, I feel like I was like, well, it's not your fault, you know, <laughs> like I yeah. am making you feel this and blah, blah, blah. And with my job too, like they were, it, it was not their fault that, you know, um, they, they had this big opportunity and I tried to do the best I could for them and working with them. But, but, and then I was now just going to leave and, and, and have that, you know, just hanging in them, you know, in the, for, and, and so that's kind of made me, I was like, man, I can do that. But at the same time, like I had to do it, you know, yeah, kind no, of, it was stuff. Look, I, you know, as a, as an employer, for instance, I, like, I love watching people make those types of decisions, you know, like there's all, we'll always be able to hire somebody else, but you can't you're not always going to find people who are going to really do what you've done, which is really go and pursue your dreams. And those are very, very big dreams. 
on the relationship front, as somebody who's been married for 20 years and with children, it doesn't really count until you have children, frankly. And so many people stay in those dead end relationships. I don't want to, you know, again, cast a negative light on what your relationship was, but at that point, that's the time to leave, right? That's the, you know, like, again, it was a very mature decision on your part to say, you know, maybe this is the right person, but now's not the right time or the right opportunity or whatever. And so you made these very bold decisions and very bold moves to go and live your, um, you know, follow your dreams and, and pursuits. And so again, you know, for yourself or for anybody else listening, like, you know, I, I applaud the decisions, these quote unquote selfish decisions that you've made. Um, one, they've paid off, but even if they didn't, you know, you, you still having the courage to go and, and pursue your dreams is huge. Like most people are not living the lives that they really want to live. They're being selfish to that other version of themselves, which is that path behind those difficult decisions. Yeah, right. And and like like you mentioned, if even if I wouldn't right now uh, be you know able to now actually go into the Olympics, which you know it was a dream that I never that uh, that after college I was like this is not happening. Um, I think it, you know I was because I put myself. I was like, what if you go running and then you just you know you're not good and you never you get injured again and you're not um, able to to do what you think you you're capable of. And really my, my reality was like, well, you know, I, I, I'm probably going to be running, you know, not at that level, but it's something that I know makes me happy uh, because, you know, it, it's such a huge part of my life. It's been. And so, you know, I knew that. And also at home, I feel like being near my family also, that was a huge, you know, part and, and seeing my parents that they're not getting any younger. Yeah. And, and, and so that other part really, I was like, I, I'll be there with them, you know, uh, if they need me uh, with my siblings, I guess. And, and, and now also I had, a, um, I had a career, you know, and I had more opportunity. I, now I had, yeah, like more, I guess, resources that I didn't, before I left. Yeah. So that was the other part. I was like, I can always find, you know, a job. And, um, you know, it, like if I, you know, like, 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 I, like you said, if I could do that when I was younger, I can do, you know, something I, I'll figure out, I'll find a way to, to be there at home. And, and, and so I had all these things that really, I like put me into that perspective of, Yes, you're doing it because if you don't have this, then you're going to have that. And I feel for me, that was enough having my family near, seeing my mom, my, my dad every day and, and finding a job that, you know, I could learn again, you know, and, and, and having that running. And, yeah. But now back here because, yeah. you know, I felt like that's what was going to, yeah, to take. So, that's yeah. That's awesome. Well, we're so far into this conversation, we haven't even gotten to the good part. So, oh my gosh! So you get back <laughs> to okay. So, so what is that? Um, okay, so your your coach sort of you know you you reconnect with your coach. You're thinking about okay, this is what I'm going to do. You've now made the decision in your mind that I'm going to move back to Mexico. I'm going to pursue running again full time. You you know maybe you've got some savings or whatever you know. But like, how does that whole like what, you know, take, take us through what that next step was like, because it's easy to fast forward 
and you've had these great results, but like, you know, like how did this even start? And like, how sure of you, how sure were you that this was going to work? Right. Um, to be honest, I was not sure that I was okay. going to work. Actually, I was more on the side of, I like, uh, really, uh, at that point, I was more of like, kind of uh, like deep inside me, I kind of was trying to get that part of like, my mom said, you're going to be back, yeah. you know, kind of really kind of like, mom, I'm here. But on the running side, I, I had like really had not, um, my first goal was uh, getting shape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how it's going, how long it was going to take me. Um, I thought at least a year um, that I was going to, uh, it was going to take me to get in shape. And I wanted to be the best of the athletes here at, at national level. Okay. You know, I uh, running the five, I was picturing myself probably running a 5K, a half marathon in a marathon. Okay. Uh, first, probably 5K uh, because of the volume or, you know, whatever I didn't yep. want it to go right into the marathon and, and, and injure myself again. Yep. Uh, so I pictured myself in the 5K uh, and the best girl that we had here at that point was uh, 1540 something, 1545 uh, for the 5K. So I was like, I need to be, uh, I need to get to that time and for that, I need to run laps of this and that. And I had all <laughs> thinking, and I was like, well, you know, for that, I, it may take me, it'll take me a year at least, I thought, you know, it'll take me a year. And my coach was like, I don't know what's going to take you. He didn't even give me training wow. when I came back. He was like, you know what? I don't know, like, what had happened to you for the last three years. Um, I don't know what you're shaping. I don't know what you're going to react to, to training. So you just go and run with the other girls. So he sent me to run with uh, the other teammates, uh, younger, like 10, 10 years, you know, younger like than the me. older and version like, of yourself. Right. The right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you'll go run with them and just do what they do. And yeah. I was just like, what okay coach and i'm like oh my gosh and so like, I this went is what i came back for <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i ended up running with them and they were like they beat me like the first two three workouts like that they had which you know is like nothing like what i'm doing now and so i was like okay and i ended up like so tired and my body was hurting and i was like oh man and coach is like okay next day come back again and do the same thing <laughs> and i was just like okay so, but really, um, that was that when I came, but you know, my focus, like getting back was like, it's never been before. Mm. Um, why? Because I left, like, you know, again, I had to take the bus again. I, I, you know, I came yeah. back home. My sister has <clears throat> her car and, and everyone has their life, but I was getting back to kind of zero. And so I was like, I'm, okay, I need to go to get into the bus, to go to the city, to train with coach again. And, and that's going to take me money and time. And I was, I had some money saved. And so I used that. Um, and, but, but that really, I was like, okay, I got in here, got, get into the bus with all my stuff. Like I, before, and I was like, so I left everything I had for this. Yeah. Like I'm doing this right now. Like, this is crazy. And, and it's not looking back. Like, and man, you, yes, you know, idea, like the focus that I put and I was like, what I need to get to a certain level is I know that I need to sleep well, rest and train really hard, you know, and put myself in there. I, I knew what I, what I, what it, what I needed, you know, to, to, to be, um, 
or what I needed to do to be uh, at my best in every training uh, training session. And so that's what I tried to do. I was like, I'm not doing anything else, but, but doing this. So that was another thing that I've never done in my life. Like I never just run, you know, I always was working and running yeah. a, a school and running. So I was like, maybe if I was good back then, maybe if I just do this, I'll be, I'll do better, you know, but yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. So I, I came back and I, that's what I did. I was like, you know, in my, my family look at me like you're like, my sister and my mom like supported me. They were like, okay, we, okay. we're going to be here no matter what. You, you know, you have a house, you have food, and you're here. You're fine. But my other family was like, they were like, what the heck are you doing? Like, you're crazy. Like, you're almost 30 and you're back and you're starting to do this running that has not led you, you know, really anywhere yeah. at this point. And you're going to do this again? Like, you're crazy like yeah it was it was really hard and and some of my siblings like i feel like they you know just told me what are you doing do you think <laughs> that they looked at it as if like running like running had already paid off for you you got to the us you got a college degree you got the job right so running already you already cashed that check by getting yes. your career and all that like why are you throwing these things away to go back and exactly. do it exactly okay exactly they were like you're yeah like you're done like yes you and and you just and, and they were i guess like they were very no not upset but i i think they were like why are you doing this you already had um you know you're you're done with running uh, and then you already had the, your job and, and yeah. you were stable and for your future and so now why are why are you you're, you they they told me that i was just crazy and yeah. i didn't know what I, what i wanted to do in in my life like they were like I don't know what you want, but it's your life. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And it was really tough because I was expecting more uh, support (laughs) like from them. I was like, man, I, I, you know, you know, they're my, and especially because I haven't seen them for eight years. So I was like, you know, all I want is that support, I guess. And, 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 and I'm happy to see you and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no, you, you, you're, you're not doing, you know, what you're supposed to and, and you're not. I think for, that's not fine. <laughs> I think for some people, it's so scary watching people because again, there's there's two versions of all of us, right? There's the easy route version and the hard route version, and most of us take the easy path, right? It's staying in the job, staying in the dead end relationship, you know, all of those things. And I think when somebody personifies that hard choice version of themselves. It's very intimidating. It's very scary because it forces us all to look inside ourselves and say, man, Laura has the guts to go do this again, right? She's already done all these courageous things in her life, and now she's doing this and turning her back on what I perceive to be this great success story, right? And so, like, it makes, um, it forces them to look at themselves. Right. Um, but, but, but. Again, like most of the times, uh, they don't. Uh, I feel like they look at themselves, but they don't do anything. That's like, my point. <laughs> yeah, and and so what they do is they just like criticize you and and make you feel at some point like I really felt bad. You know, yeah. I was like, is this really true? Like, uh, you know, I have nothing again, and I'm, I'm starting from zero, and I just had that, and I left that, and they made you like you know think on it, and and. It's hard <laughs> because yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, they most of the time they just um, t- 
tell you that that's not right, but they yeah. don't do anything about them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. you know, the world, you know, I, I often, I'll look at, um, like basketball, you know, imagine being seven feet tall, athletic, but you hate basketball, but you know, you can go make $10 million a year at it. And I think there's a lot of people in sports that don't like what they're doing, but they can make a living at it, you know, because of that. And you're sort of on the opposite spectrum, which is you, you know what you want. You're willing to put in the work and you're just saying, I just want to go chase this more. Right. And so, you know, there's people who walk away from these sports and say, look, it's just not my passion. I want to go be a saxophone player. I want to go be an accountant. That's what I want to do. Right. And you look ridiculous because you're this seven foot tall guy at a, <laughs> at, a, at a desk. Right. But then you're the mm -hmm. opposite side, which is you have all of those things in front of you. And if you don't have them, it's easy to look at that and say, Laura, you're an idiot. It's right in front of you. Why are you doing this other thing? But the passion, right. you have to follow the passion, right? Exactly. Because um, at the end of the day, I think uh, if you do follow your passion, like you said, even if you're like uh, too tall and you don't fit, you know, <laughs> with the standard that it's supposed to be, that if you like that and if you're truly passionate passionate about it and if you put your work in and you're happy then then yes eventually you may not be the best and you may not have the qualities but it, it it will you know it will show at some point and i think that's what you know that's what happening you know with me i may not have the biggest muscles you know my physique is not uh you know the the great but but at the same time you know, I think all I've done, uh, all this running career is just put in the work, the work. And, 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 and right now, uh, after coming back home, the focus that I had in the, the, the fact that I really like wanted bad to get good and, and to even put all my, myself into eat well, um, and that was something really scary also because I knew that to be an athlete again and to be the best, uh, you know, I've never been, I needed to be very, uh, uh, just to have this routine yeah. where it's very self, um, uh, like you need to do it. You know, any coach cannot do my, what I do. He cannot be there all the time that I eat. I need to go to sleep at certain time and nobody else can do it but me so that's something uh, th that's very strict and i was very um like i was scared about going back to that routine i was like am i going like <clears throat> at this age am i going to be able to like really when i you know follow my diet and and sleeping at nine and waking up you know early and and, and working and coming back and not having a social life really yeah. you know almost literally and and all staying on my mom's birthday and because i'm competing and all that stuff i was i, I think i was the most scared for that like mm. if i was i was like i'm not am i going to be able to do that at this point of my life yeah you know is this for real and and that i think that was the most scariest uh part of everything that if i like you know if i wouldn't be able to do it myself um, yes. And, and that was really something that I was like, well, I will, I will not know if I don't try it, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I did kind of. Wow. That's crazy. That is awesome. So you, um, okay. So when, when exactly, when did you move back? 
I moved back in uh, 2019, like right uh, January 2019. Okay, so you had a full year then before COVID and, and everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, so you qualified for the Pan Am, ga- Pan Am Games in the 1500 and the 5K, correct? Yes. Yeah, and which one did you think you were going to do better in? Uh, like, 1500. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. this is crazy. I didn't realize this. So 45 minutes after your 1500 final, you had to go run the 5K. Is that, is that? Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, so I came back the January uh, 21st or something at the end of January that 2019. And I said, okay, it's going to take me a year yeah. to get back in shape. And I never thought on the Pan American Games. Coach is like, well, what's going on right now is going to be the Pan Am Games in like July, you know? And I was in August. And I was like, all right. He's like, but of course, we don't know about you're just getting into it. He didn't have training, training, uh, training written for me, anything like that. And then he was like, okay, just run. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. He's like, how long do you think it's going to take you? And I was a year. And he's like, okay. And so <laughs> that's crazy because. I ended up running with my teammates, like two workouts or three. And I was like, done, you know, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, this is so hard. And then, but next week I was getting better. Mm. And then the day after day, I showed an, a huge like improvement on my training. Like I was just getting really good, but day by day. And uh, coach is like, okay, uh, he sent me to a meet here in, in Mexico in February. Okay. So I had like two, three weeks of training and I went and I ran a 5k <laughs> and I ended up running that. I, I ended up like, everyone is like, because I had a history when I was little of being pretty good here at home okay. when I was young. So I, I was like eight years, you know, oh, with yeah, yeah. no, like, but people in the sport, you know, some people knew me yeah. from young. So I went to this meet, it was a 5k in the track. And they were like, oh, the announcer is like, Laura Galvan is back. And like, she's back from, you know, uh, her studies and all this stuff. Uh, and I was just like, okay, well, they announced me and they make, <laughs> made a huge deal out of it. And I was You're like, like oh, okay. no, take the spotlight off. So I got so into it and I, I led the first K <laughs> of okay. that 1500, of that 5K. And uh, that was it. That was one <laughs> or two laps and I was like done. And I ended up, we were like 15 girls or like 20. There were a lot of them. It was one of the first, uh, you know, races uh, and everyone was trying to qualify for the Pan Am mm-hmm. Games. Mm-hmm. So it was, we were a lot of girls and, and I ended up getting like second from the last Wow. And and running 1930 for a okay. 5K, 1930. Wow. Oh my gosh. I It was terrible. Wow. I felt I wanted to drop out of the race because after two laps, I was done. And and I was, I felt really hard. And, and all these girls that I always beat, they beat me completely, oh, yeah. like for, yeah. for so much time. And, and I was running then. And I, as I was running, I was like, I came back for this. Like, I can't believe, like, I was like, really, like, so many things happened into my head when, when I was running so slow and, and I was feeling that like, I was giving everything and I was getting lost. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I came back for this. Like, I can't believe. And that, man, I was going to, like, drop out of the race. And I was like, no, you need to finish because I was feeling so much pain uh, yeah. going through. And, and, and everyone, you know, were like, okay, you came back for this. And, 
because everyone kind of knew again that I was going back yeah. and running and they were like, oh, and they were like literally like telling me, why are you, why did you came back? Oh my gosh. You? And I was like, I but was like, fail. I, what are you, three months in, two months in at this point? It was three weeks. Three weeks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, three weeks. Come and on. so, but I felt really bad, honestly. Like I didn't think I was going to do that bad. And, yeah. and I ended I ended up, I took myself to finish the race just to feel that probably that wasn't the best decision that I took. Mm. I was like, probably this is not, and I'm going to finish now as painful as it is because I, I deserve this. I thought I deserve that level of, um, of deception at that point. I was like, this is so sad. Mm. Like I came back for this. So I ended up finishing the race and, and it just, uh, some people came up back to, came to me and they were like, you shouldn't come back. Really? <laughs> you should have you should have stayed. They told me literally to my face. Like and, these were and friends be, of yours or were these running running people? They were running people that uh knew me from from before. Wow. And they were also done now. Like they now have kids and all of that, but they oh. were like, You shouldn't you should not, you know, have come back into this. And I was just like, I felt so bad and so sad and so terrible. And, wow. and I came back and, and coach sent me by myself. So I was there, just me like having all these things. And, and I came back uh, to Guanajuato after that. And coach was like, and I was like, coach, I mean, and he's like, well, you're three weeks into training, you know, um, you want to keep going. I was like, I just didn't know what to do. And then uh, again, I kept, going for to I, I kept training you know I didn't know what to do but I kept going for practices and at the middle of March I ended up going to another meet and for this I I still just had training and I ended up well coach had me after that he made me do some uh, time trials Okay. for a, a thousand and for something else and i thought he was crazy well like, i don't know you just saw me running really bad and i don't know why you're making me do this and blah blah <laughs> like the the yeah i was like i, I don't think he's gonna take me a year you know and but i don't know he probably he knows me and yeah. he saw on me things that i didn't at that point and and then he signed me up for this other meet um and i was like okay and he's like Oh, you're going to run the 1500. And I was like, okay, well, there is no like 12 laps, just three. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and I, and I went there and I ended up running 428. Wow. And, and winning the race. And I was like, and, and then 30 minutes, the next race was going to be the 5k. Okay. The next coming. And he's like, and I finished like, like, how, like, what, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel good. I don't know coach, but after my last race, I just felt really good and, and, and running. And I don't think it's a bad time. I said, you know, because I was running like 1930 yeah. <laughs> and then, and then came back to run 428. And I was like, I don't think it's bad. And he's like, no, it's not bad, but, but you're going to run a 5k in like, <laughs> in like, like next, next race. And I was like, no, coach, you, why am I running? And he's like, yes, eh, but listen, you're not going to run the 5K completely. You're just going to run a 3K because okay. we need to, you know, you need to, you need to work. You're just going to go 3K and, and you, you leave. And I was like, okay, well, you know, okay, I'll do it. And so in, in my mind, I was like, well, maybe I'm just, you know, I get, I'm getting there. It's going to take me time, but this is work. And so I get into the race and I went through the first 3K and I felt good. I was okay. like, this is good. And he's like, but listen, you're going to get into a 3K, but I want you to go with the with the ones that are uh, like at the front. 
Okay. I don't want you to be in the back. I need you to stay with them. And if you don't get to a 3K, it's fine. But I need you to run with them. And I was like, okay. So just so stay that's with what them I did. as long as you yes, can go. Okay. As long as you can go. So I went there and I, I passed the 3K and he's like, okay, you can leave now. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's just like, a 3K. And I was like, no, I feel wow. good. And I kept going and going and finished that 5K. And I was, uh, I think I ran 16.38 from 1930 that I ran wow. in 1638. And I was like three uh, minutes, uh, three or eight, uh, yeah, seconds, sorry, uh, from the Pan American standard that wow. they were shooting. And I was like, coach, I just almost ran. And for the 1500 too, I was not too far. It was again, like eight seconds. And he's like, mm -hmm. I was like, I, it's almost like, I run, you know, I didn't run 19 minutes and I was just really happy about it. And coach was like, he, he didn't say much, but I think, I mean, for the years that he knows me, yeah. I think he, you know, he kind of already knew, I guess, like all of this. And I was just very surprised by myself. And I was like, wow, this is good. And everyone was just like, who, everyone was talking about me because like, because I ran the 1500, uh, I wanted for a lot. And I went from the gun off, you know, and, and everyone was like, who's this? And everyone, oh, it's Laura, it's back. And I was just like is this happening? Like, it's, it's true, you know? <laughs> and I didn't think I was too close for the, for the standard in the, it was going to be like soon. And after that coach, I don't know, I just kept running and kept wow. training. And by March and the end of March, uh, Texas, uh, real Texas relays, uh, Leo Manzano has got, got, uh, me into the 5k and I ran 16, 15. And that was wow. the standard. And, and I was like, just, yeah, two or three months in and, and I was just like, this is crazy. And then, yeah, everything just didn't think that was going to be that fast. What do you think, what, what do you attribute that to? Was it, uh, there's some muscle memory, there's some genetics, there's some, uh, time off obviously, but like, how do you, I mean that those are insanely remarkable gains in in two months i mean to take you know three four minutes off a of 5k time is insane like what we're like rank for me like the top three reasons you think you were able to do that yes i think uh the first one for sure um I, I, you know, memory muscle, I guess, you yeah. know, like it was so easy to get back into it because I've done it before in, 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 you know, that, that training and, and what I've did my whole life, you know, yeah. like running. What, what was your college, what was your college PR in the 5k? My college like it was PR. Cross country, ooh. but like, did you ever do like a track time trial in college? Yes. It was like 1640. Okay. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. It was 1640. And I couldn't run faster than that in college, which, yeah, that was pretty um because i went into college running 1630 mm. and the fastest i, I ran was 1640 so i couldn't run That's that <laughs> yeah so yeah i was here back in home running wow. uh, pr you know uh yeah. from all these years and i think i could say yeah like uh memory you know muscle memory and the other thing that i will say will my focus because yeah. even though i knew that I was, I didn't do good and I got really sad for my first race here, but I was like, I knew that, you know, what it took to, 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 like, I've done it before. I've worked yeah. really hard every day and, and every week and every month and, and, and years before. So I was like, okay, this race really 
like put me into perspective that really it's going to take me some time to yeah. get there. But I was willing to do it and, and I was focused on, on just doing that. So I think that was my, my focus and my, um, yeah, really that I had into the race and in the memory muscle that I had that really yeah. were just like boom. So was it like five or six weeks in between these two meets? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like, like four, like four a month. Well. Were you, are you, uh, coming off that first meet in your training and now you're racing in this, do you, do you train angry? Like, did it, did you use that failure of that first race? Like as, as a motivate, like, did you train pissed off or were you, you know what I mean? Like, how did you look at the failure of that first race and how did that propel you into that second race? Yes, I was so angry. I was so angry because I didn't think I was going to do that like mm. that bad. Yeah. You know, uh, my training didn't look that bad, uh, but I did. So I was really angry at myself for for giving up something that I had already. You know, and and coming into this unknown place again. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. It's going to take me time. Now I know it's going to take me time. But I was very angry, and I was taking every workout as uh, I'm going to give everything I'm going to do all, you know, coach tells me to, and I'm going to, if he says that a minute, you know, a lap, I'm going to try to like, definitely. I, I had no, no limits mm. on, on, on what, on a certain pace, on a certain time. If he tells me to do 50, 400, I'll do them. That wow. was my mindset. Yeah. Like it was very, um, without not nothing, nothing got into my, my mind. I was like, when I was training, it just, I'll do anything that it needs to be done. Yeah. And yeah, that was wow. really what, how I approached my, my fourth, four weeks before the next race. And I, and I guess that's why coach made me do that 3k and eventually, you know, the 5k because yeah. probably he saw all of that in, in my training, you know? And yeah, but I was, I was on, I was like, not, I was like, I'm already here. Now I'm going to see, you know, what it's going to take. And I, I'm willing to take it. I'm already here. Like I couldn't, you know, just go back to the States again yeah. with my job. And so, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So you get to the Pan Am games, you qualified in the 1500 and the, and the 5k. You took, um, fourth in the 1500 meter. Right. And I, I read and, and tell me if this was your tactic going in, but you sort of, you, you stayed toward the back of the race, most of the race, and then you surged up, um, in your final two or 300 meters. Was that the strategy going in? Yes. Um, I wanted to, yes. Uh, you know, as, uh, my coming to the last lap of the 1500, I wanted to be in the spot to do the search for the last 400. Um, but I think I cut myself into, I'm not sure which lap, I think it was that one, the last one, where, when I kind of like, because I was in the back, like mm -hmm. I kind of put myself into the position wh where like it took like a second or two where the leaders like took off. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I kind of stayed in the back. And yeah. when, I, when I did the search, they were already too far away from too, me. Too, too, yeah. too little, too late, yeah. Yes, so that was that. And, and I really, actually, we, 
we focused a lot more for the 1500 because I qualified for two, but um, everyone was like, which one are you going to choose? And I was like, I don't know yet. And, and then coach is like, well, we don't know. And then because I don't know his, his mind, but he already had been training me for two events. Mm. And so I didn't know really, well, I was just, you know, doing what he, he asked me, asked me to. And so he, he was like, I think we're, we're going in both. And I was like, both, I don't think so. You know, I just <laughs> do one. And, and, and he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, well, we're just going to prepare for, for both. And I was like, okay. And, and my, really my position to training was like, I'll do what, what you tell me to do. And so even in the race, the day of the race that, um, I was going, you know, the day came and, and before I, the day before I was like, Oh, which, which one I'm going to run. You know, I was expecting for him to tell me, are you going just to do the 15 or just going to do the five? And he, he was like, well, the, uh, the 1500 is first. So let's, let's, let's do that. And I was like, okay. And he's like, well, just don't think the 5k, we don't know what's going to happen. You just do the 1500 and I was like okay and then because that was the first race we prepared more for that okay yeah we we yeah. prepared a lot more for that 1500 and so the day of the race uh he came to me and I was like okay coach I'm you know it's almost time which one I'm going to choose <laughs> and he was like I told you you're gonna run the 5k and I was like okay the, I mean the 1500 and yeah. I was like okay and I was just like kind of like because I kind of wanted me, I wanted for him to tell me just one, you know, yeah. tell me or the 15 or the five and that's it. But at that point he was like, just run the 15 now. And I was like, okay. And I was thinking, okay, after the 1500, he's going to say, you're good. You know, you're good. You're good to go. And I was like, okay. So I approached that like that, you okay. know, and I ended up uh, running and, and getting fourth in the 1500. And when I got fourth, and I look up to, uh, and I see my time. My time wasn't, I, I ended up fourth. And I was like, man, this is not, a, like, no. You know, I got fourth, <laughs> like, so close. Because I wanted a third, a second, or first, you know, but yeah, I yeah. wanted a medal. Sure. I, I was like, I won one. I, 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 and then I got fourth, and I was like, and I turned. I was so angry that I got fourth because it wasn't third, you know. And I looked at the, at the screen, and I was like, I just, if I see that I run like 420 or 415, I'm going to like be really, really mad. Like why I run so slow and, and I got forward and blah, blah. So I looked and I was, it was 410. It wasn't, I, I broke my, my record again. I was wow. like, well, then I didn't run too bad. Yeah. Then I said, and I was like, I didn't run bad. Okay. Yeah. I got fourth. I don't have medals. Well, I have another chance. I am in the 5k. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll, the next one is the 5k. I was like, and immediately it was weird because I feel like I didn't think of anything. Yeah. But having another chance, like huh. another, re like another repeat. I was like, like training, like, you know, you, you do a, a 5k repeat and it's not good. The yeah. coach, you know, it, it's not a time, but, and then you have another one yeah. and you better get the other one or you have another time, you know? So I saw okay. that. That's all I saw. So an you opportunity didn't have any to, negative feelings of like, oh, I just smashed myself for 1500, right. you know? No. Okay. Cool. No, I, I was just like, you know what? I don't feel too bad. What I need to do right now. Well, I need to probably, I had some honey in my, in my, um, 
in my uh, backpack and I was like, I need to eat the honey, maybe a half of bar. I need to, and I need to put my feet up. And it's like in, you know, I had just like, um, 10 minutes from, from the 1500 to, to the 5k to, to walk. And then everyone, you know, was getting with the numbers, everything. Wow. And I was just like, I have just this. And I, I left really quickly. And I, and all I thought was like, like what I need, what I needed to do for, for that 5k. Like yeah. I didn't have any other thinking and I came in there and I started eating my bar and everyone was just looking at me like, <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just, and I was just like, and then I said, can I, uh, lay down and put my feet because, uh, it was like next to the desk of the people checking in and they were like, yes, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm just with my feet there. Like, I'm like five minutes. Okay. And, and all the girls are sprinting. And wow. I was just like, okay. <laughs> with my feet up. Were you and the only they, athlete that ran both? Okay. Yes. Wow. And so at the end they were like, you know, putting us again in the line and I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to do another sprint once I get into the track again, but, and I got in and, and everyone was just like, I was just like, well, you know, it's another repeat. <laughs> and, and my, my hope, I was like, I don't know how I feel. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know how, if I really, you know, feel, I didn't feel fresh, you know, obviously from the 1500, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to hang on on the first lap. You know, if they go too fast or, or depends, I'm just going to hang on on the, you know, try to be there. If, if I see that they're going too far away, well, I may just drop off, you know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. So that's what I did. <laughs> wow. I came in, we got into the line and I was just like, I'm going to go lap by lap. That's it. And that's what I did. And very interesting that the race uh, was just done exactly how like my training kind of mm. like goes. Like they were running, uh, they started pretty slow. 118, uh, 70, 78, 79 per lap. Okay. And, uh, and usually, uh, yeah, it just felt really comfortable uh, running that, that lap and then the next lap. And then suddenly I find myself in the first three at like, there was like 800 meters and I'm like, are you kidding me? And <laughs> it was so crazy because, um, I, you know, I was thinking I'm going to get a medal in the 15 and I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is not easy. This is hard. And even though I'd run faster, you know, I broke my time again. It was fourth and, and that was not enough. Yeah. And, and this is just not, you know, something that you just do <laughs> get a medal or, or win. So for the 5k, I was, I was getting, I was ranked fourth in the 1500. Okay. With time, with time. Yeah, I yeah. was the fourth okay. and I got fourth. Yep. And for the 5K, again, I was ranked fourth. Okay. But the girls, the three girls that uh, were uh, the Canadian and the American one, they had like times 15.07 and 15.15. Mm. And they were times like the Olympic standard now. Yeah, they yeah. were fast time. Yeah, yeah. And I had like, you know, 15.30 or 15.27 I had, I think. And so I was like, that's, I need to, you know, if, if they're going to run that time, I will have to run yeah. like... I was like, I don't think it's going to happen, not after that 1500. And I, the chances that I get fourth, they're like pretty much, you know, same. So, okay, I don't know. And, <laughs> and when I find myself into the first three spots, oh my gosh, I'm like, I can't believe I can probably get now a medal. Yeah, you know, I, I I saw myself in the third and I was like, <gasps> close to the third. I was like, maybe I can be third. <laughs> and then I was like, 
maybe I can be second. And yeah. then when I, like, when that last yeah. finished came, I was not thinking that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to run. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is like the three, the three spots, you know? And I, I took myself all the way to the, to the end. And I can't, I, when I crossed the line, I was like, did I just got first? Wow. <laughs> like, did, 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 is this happening? I, I didn't. Yeah, it was very surreal. And I was tired, but I didn't feel that, you know, yeah. the adrenaline and all that. I never felt a thing on my legs, but it was because I was so, like, so amazed because I was like, this is not possible. Like, this is the, like, because, you know, you, you kind of dream it. You're like, oh, maybe I, I can get a medal. Maybe yeah. I can be first. But the chances <clears throat> sometimes, I mean, and, and especially after finishing that 1500 and getting fourth and giving my all and, and, and having another Mexican record there. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just not, you know, not enough. And, and so, and, and then from there to, I'm like, I, I just won. <laughs> I was, it was pretty sweet. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it was real. Do you, has that changed your approach to how you warm up for races now? Like, the, do you think that, you know, like that intensity of that? Um, so two things. One is just the intensity of running the fifteen hundred, but then also specifically how you ran it, where you sort of back ran with a surge at the end. Did that change now how you warm up for like a five k race in the future? Um, y yes and, and no, because, um, okay, uh, running a 1530, uh, for a 5k, it's, it's different than trying, than trying, uh, to run like a 15 flat, Okay, you know, um, and also for the 1500, if you run like, uh, a 415, usually, um, here at, at home, the races are not as, as fast as in the States. So definitely for the 1500, the speed is a lot more. And if I try to run uh, near my time, I need to do uh, sprinting, a lot more sprinting before okay. the race and, and, and rest. And, and that's what I really saw at that meet. And actually my coach in the States, he kind of had a philosophy um, uh, about that, that you needed to do some um, some sprinting, some like uh, running before your actual race. Because mm -hmm. it gets into all these things, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I didn't uh, didn't really work for me in college because I, I didn't think I was a, I was not at that level. Mm -hmm. But now uh, I am, so it does work like that. And I am the type of person that I need to get uh, some good uh, some good sprinting before I actually get into the race because it just gets me you know going. And also I've seen that difference in running that 15, uh, 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 like slower time than running a faster time. Yes. Like for the 1500, uh, on my past races, I, I had to do that sprinting because I needed to hit that 1510 mark Got it. that is no longer, you know, running, uh, 1530, 1540. And it, it makes a difference. Like once you get and now, now that I see that once you get closer to really fast times, yeah, uh, it, it makes a big difference. One second, two seconds. It's not the same running mm. uh, a different time. So yeah, it, it really depends what time you're shooting for. But yeah, if you're getting, especially for the fifteen hundred, that's for sure. You need to do some sprinting before to get that pace going. Yeah. It's, it's too fast. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that was August. 
Um, what happened between like August and March then when the lockdown started happening? You're, you're fresh off, uh, you know, Pan Am gold medal, which is pretty dang like, so let's stop right there for just a second. So did, did that two things, any of the people who were telling you two months or six months earlier, I guess at this point that you shouldn't have come back, did, were you in contact with any of them? Were any of them at this, at the Pan Am games or anywhere? Like, did you get a chance to talk to them? And they, yeah. Well, go ahead. No, answer that one first. Yeah, they, uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I was getting no, you're good. <laughs> excited about the question because yes, they were not there, uh, but they sent me messages. Oh, they were like, they were like, you know, um, wow, congratulations. You're amazing. Blah, blah. And I was just like, I, and, and I kind of interrupted you because I was like, you know, was like, yes, you know, this is, you know, you made me feel really bad before yeah. back then. And, and then I was like, I was like, well, thank you. You know, you, I appreciate the, the coming back because it was really hard. Like what they made me thought at that point at the first race was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That was the first. Okay. So then the second part was, did this sort of vindicate all of the decisions that you had made? Like if nothing else happened after that, did like, I want a Pan Am gold. Like that's like, w did that justify all the decisions that had led you back to Mexico to do these things? Yes, it did. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Even if I wouldn't got, because uh, like I said, I, I thought on the medal and I thought on, on winning, uh, first, second or third, but I, I just, you know, I thought and I work and I train for it uh, yeah. at that point. But the, the fact that it was a reality, um, was beyond of, of what, and, and just right there when I get into the podium and I get my medal and, and the anthem, you know, starts to, um, and I start hearing it, it was something very special that I, I felt because I was like, yes, like I, uh, I didn't think I was going to get it too fast, you know, the months too fast. Uh, but I was like, I, re it wasn't really the months. I didn't think on the months that I trained uh, before that, but I was thinking on my entire career. Yeah. Like since I, you know, when I was 10 and I was all this process, that's what I thought when I was there in the first place. And I was like, this is all about, it's not about these months that I've trained really I think it's been more than it's more than that, you know. It's yeah. the entire career, and and it shows right there when when that happens. Um, I I felt very emotional, but at the same time, like another goal opened, mm. and I was like, "This is uh, this is what this is what it's like to be in the first place for a Panaman Pan, Pan American, you know, games. Uh, you know, I would love to, you know." imagine to be at the world stage yeah. and that point like made me because i didn't think you know even the panams and i didn't think beyond that um but i was already there and it was just a few months you know from my my from me back and then from there i was like you know what 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 are the odds that i try for something bigger than this yeah. and and that's when like everything started for the olympics because I didn't really have plan until then, yeah. until that specific moment. 
So two, two follow-up questions on that then. If, if I was, okay, you and I are sitting down having coffee in Seattle and you're, you're, I'm your friend and you're saying, Hey, I'm thinking about going back to Mexico and this is what I'm planning on doing. How much would you have bet on winning a gold medal at the Pan Am Games? Zero. Zero. Wow. Zero, really, because I, I really thought that it was going to take me a year okay. to go back, for sure. Like, I had not, uh, I, ha- I had not, um, other, I never thought I was going to get me too fast, too quickly yeah. uh, to, to get the standards. And um, I knew I wanted, I knew I was going to work hard for it, but I knew, um, like, because I had worked since I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. right, to get to have uh, the best um, times, I guess, in my running career that I had. But it didn't take me uh, a week. It didn't take me two weeks. It took me years to get there, um, to build that. And, and I already had like spent 16 years and I was not even close there. So there was nothing that made me thought, yes, I'm going to get a medal on the Pan Am Games. Yeah. There, there was no. It's going to take me at least a year. And that was with all my focus and, and with the fact that I was going to just be doing that. So yeah, if, if you would ask me there, I will be like, nope, uh, this is not happening. I'm preparing for the next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that, yeah. Well then, so COVID happens, the Olympics get canceled. It gives you another year to train, which I know, you know, in some cases it's detrimental to some older athletes, but in your case, it sounds like it worked perfectly to, again, give yourself that extra year was when things started locking down and the and the Olympics got canceled, were you starting to second guess all these decisions that you had made? Like did at some point did you think, well, it's over? Or did you were you just like, nope, we'll we'll weather this storm and get to the other side? Yeah, no. I, I said we'll we'll get to the other side because uh because I was like, well, it was very unfortunate, like because at that point we didn't know if they were going to happen or not. And we were working, everyone was working for it. But at the same time, I was like, um, the, at some point, it should this should end. I'm not sure next month, next month. It was very frustrating at some point because uh, it ended up going for an entire year mm. and not for, you know, just a month. But for sure, I was already um, in, in it. You know, I was already back and I was already training full time and I was already focused. And I had, a, a, you know, a medal and I had at a, a certain point... Here back home, a lot of the people, uh, they question so much the fact that I got to that point really quickly. You mm-hmm. know, they were like, why are you? Yes, you're some people that really knew me forever. You know, that they know they, they knew me that I had um, that I had all these medals when I was young. And, and I always figure in the national stage at my age, uh, they were like, yes, you're back. But a lot of other people that that after eight years, they didn't really knew who mm-hmm. I was. They were like, why are you back so fast and, 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 and so quickly? And so, and they said, um, that was just luck that you got to medal. Mm-hmm. It was just a day that you had, you, you were lucky to, to get first, right? Yeah. And all these people, and I was just like, um, I knew it wasn't. But at the same time, I was, you know what? Uh, I was like, I'm going to prove the level that I'm capable of maintaining because I had done that before. Yeah. When I was young, you know, I, I was like eight, eight to seven to eight years, uh, always winning, 
you know, first, first. And, and, and that was a very a consistency that, that is really hard to get. You know, athletes that are very consistent, it's, it's, not, it's not easy to get that consistency. But I, was, I did that at that level back then. So I was like, I'm going to prove now that I can be that consistent, but a different level. And that was like a really big motivation. Even if it's not in the Olympics, it will be in another, you know, race or meet or, or whatever happens um, with this. But I want to prove that, you know, uh, uh, that, you know, I can be at a certain level for, for long. And it's not just luck that day. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's an entire work wow. for years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like my motivation. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, was it just this past March, uh, you ran a new PR in the 1500. So real quick, what, so this year, um, because like uh, the Olympics are what, like three weeks away, four weeks away. Yes. From like the first team that goes like really my, my race, well, I compete until the end of july yeah but yes it's like it's there right there pretty much right there yeah and there's still qualifiers going on no like yes yeah i saw this weekend there was some qualifiers still going on this is super late in the game i don't remember it ever going this late exactly um yeah and yeah no it's just kind of like yeah i guess it's hard because if you know you're you're still you're in a really good uh, shape right now to try to qualify but and then you also like you know to close so yeah it's kind of like oh man <laughs> but um yeah like for i had my t- olympic trials but i didn't really prepare that i just kind of went through okay. my training yeah so, so what are you qualified in which distances or um right now in the 5k for sure i have the the standard there um in the 1500 i was a uh, in the ranking i was like I guess, and like take, take like 40, 40, 42 people to go. Um, and not entirely sure. I may have gone a little bit up because I won my 1500 here in, in, yeah, a national. It's so much stuff going on, but I may, I may be still right now in the ranking for the 15. Um, my goal now is for sure the 5k. So, okay. So I, so you're saying if, um, so if Mexico doesn't have a qualifier that's in the top 42, they don't send a miler. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Oh, yeah I didn't I, realize I, that. Okay. Yeah, I thought every need, you, country that was in sent somebody. No, no, oh, you okay. have to have, no, you have to be, um, uh, you, you qualify to, for two, uh, you either ha- hit the thunder um, or you are within the ranking, which okay. uh, the world athletics just takes 42 people in the entire world to compete. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. That shows my ignorance in the track and field then. Okay. So, <laughs> no, all right. Well, good. All right. Cool. Okay. And you're right on the cusp in the 1500, yes. but you're pretty sure you qualified for the 5k. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, putting money back, you know, in that coffee we were having, that you were going to go, that this journey, you know, and certainly on time, so that would have been a year and a half after you originally moved back, but now it's two and a half because of the delay. Was Olympic something that you thought was realistic at that time? Making the Olympics? You said after, uh, before the Pan Am Games? Yeah, like if, you know, again, before you moved from Seattle, 
right? I'm your, I'm, we work together and you're thinking, you know, I think I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to move back to Mexico and here's why. And I say, well, why? And you say, well, I'm going to, you know, win a gold medal in the Pan Am games, which you said, there's no chance you thought you would do that. But then would you have said, like, I think I can make the Olympics? Was that a goal when you left Seattle? It was a thought, okay. just a thought that uh, a very small thought that that it was like that would cross my mind because before getting to something like that, there was so much. First, I needed I, I needed to get in shape yeah. <laughs> in the first place, so I saw a huge um, ocean, you know, of difference. And and before uh, thinking like a lot more um, on the Olympics. I, so many things had to happen before, which was getting in shape, getting the best in the country, getting the Panam, you know, medal, getting uh, better and better. And, and I didn't, first, I didn't even think that I was going to get in shape in, you know, within a year. So, no, that thought was, I was like, I wish at some point if I, I'm back into running, you yeah. know, I wish I could be able to experience that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> not entirely sure if you know within the next olympics but uh, it was just a thought yeah, yeah. but wow. it wasn't well and here yeah. you are <laughs> that's right which is crazy <laughs> because i'm like i'm you know now talk, you're make you're just you know asking really great questions because uh, it's just crazy to think that you know that you it's not even that long ago like two years and, yeah. and i you know i just had this thought and now i'm like really it's happening and you know and i was like okay i thought i think it's going to be hard to qualify yeah to the olympics but you know we i you know i guess we think it's going to be hard but once we're in the process it's you know it it goes beyond what you think it is and and i'm just so grateful because i'm like i can't believe i'm you know i'm going to be going to my first olympics and i've run you know i'm the first person in, in 18 years uh, in Latin American um, as Latina that has run as fast as I, I've done in the 5K. And it's just crazy because I'm Amazing. like, wow, like that's, you know, and it needs so much motivation to um, to keep going the way I'm doing it because, you know, uh, you're like, man, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's real. You can actually, um, and especially coming... Like now that you're asking me all these questions from so back, you know, you're like from someone who not even like, like, well, I was nobody, you know, in, in running yeah. uh, with my coach back then when I was 10 and getting last within my team, little team in my community. And, and now uh, being here and, and about to go to, to the Olympics and, and, you know, and it's just, it's just crazy to, to think. Well, that's what I was thinking is one, what, what would it have meant to you, whether you were the 10 year old or the high school senior, because you mentioned these girls that you had trained with when you first came back to Mexico, what would it have meant to you to see a girl, an older girl come back whom you were beating and then months later literally winning the gold medal in the pan am games like what would that have meant to you and what do you think it meant to these girls to see that this you know this woman from this small you know town in mexico who again you know sort of did it once 
then gave it all away and came back and is now doing it again. Like what, what, what would that have meant to you personally? And what do you, what do you hope it means to these girls today? Yeah, I think, uh, definitely, uh, a lot of motivation in the fact that, um, some of them, like you mentioned, I, I still train with, um, today and they are like 10 years younger than me. And, um, you see the process and I see them and I see myself 10 years back yeah. and I'm like, yes, I was there. Yeah. And, and I was literally there and, and it's so crazy because I like, I'm like, I can't believe I'm like now in this side, but I was there. And I think it's just, uh, motivation, but at the same time, just really realizing that at that age, you sometimes want to, uh, you know, you want to get things fast. You know, you, you want to be like, why me right now? I'm not running good. I am injured or something. But but you don't realize, you don't dimension uh, what what the future holds and, yeah. and what could happen in the future. And that, to see uh, myself and, and, and to be able to show that to these girls, I think it's very important for them too to see that um, that weight. Just, you know, uh, enjoy your part of your life that you have right now, whether it's high school, whether it's um, whatever you're in right now, just enjoy that and, and do not question yourself and don't beat up yourself for something that you may not think that you have achieved. Definitely. And, and, and I, I feel lucky to, to be able to show that because, like I said, I train with, there are a couple of them, uh, four or five with me right now in the team who I saw them uh, little and now that I came back, yeah. they have like 20 years right now. And, and I just try to keep, you know, uh, I always, they, they see me and I feel like to a certain point, they're like, okay, it's probably going to take some time, you know, and, and it's okay if I don't do well right now. And, and, and it's okay if, you know, um, to enjoy my family right now, to enjoy uh, my school right now, and, and, but never stop working. And, and you know hard for something yeah. so definitely just motivational and, and and knowing that that if you really want something you know uh it, it will never come easy and you really have to uh, because a lot of them some of them i feel like they ha also have to like break certain um fears you know um or, or like oh you're always in your comfort zone yeah. when you're training because you're still 20 years old and you're little uh, but uh, you, you're not going to be, you're not going to be next year of next year. So, so you really need to, um, attack that, um, like my train, I feel like right now I, I train really with not kind of like with no limits. Like I said, you know, like I go and, and I'm like, I'm just going to run, uh, because even if I've run, right, I've trained, I've done some training that I've never thought I was going to be able to do. You know, sometimes yeah. that I was like, I've never thought I was going to, to train like that, but it's because I have let my, I have pushed myself to it. You know, even if I think is I'm like, coach, I'm just going to probably do one repeat because I don't think I'm going to hold on to the other ones. And it's crazy how you learn that you do one and then you can do the next one yeah. and then you can do the next one. And I feel like a lot of it when at that age, when I was 20, I had all that in my head. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
oh my gosh, no, I'm not going to do yeah. 10, 400. That's too many for me. <laughs> and I'm too little and I'm, you know, I'm going to get sick or I'm going to get injured because there are too many. And especially when you have a family uh, from a hometown in small that they, you know, my mom is like, don't do those many repeats because you're going to, yeah. until this day, she still tell me, yeah. don't try too hard, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. So uh, a lot of the times you have to go through that and into all your fears and, and you have to challenge yourself really, really to the point where, you know, where you need to break that. And, and, and that's when, and to train, you know, or, or to go to school or, or, or to make, to, you know, ask questions when you are very afraid to, um, that's the only way you're going to get to the next level to, to, to break those, um, you know, those things that make you challenge what you're doing. And, and, and when you find yourself very comfortable in a position that it's probably you need to try something else. And, and, and if you want to get better, you know, or if you want to go through that, so that's definitely what I'm trying to, you know, like portray to, to these girls because, because exactly the same when I was their age, you know, I was yeah. like, nope, I'm, you know, yeah, my mom used to don't, used to tell me, do not get into these uh, cold ice tops because you're going to get sick and, and that's not good for you. <laughs> and you just finished running and it has become my favorite part of recovery, wow. you know, getting after this training, hard sessions, you get into the eyes all yeah. the way to your um, waist and you're recovered, <laughs> you know, but it, it's all of that, that you need to like go through, but I'm glad. Um, and I feel so lucky to, to be able to like show to, to those girls that, but also at the end of the day, they have to experience it themselves yeah. in, in different ways. You can just, do too much you know you can you can say you can um show but at the end of the day they are the the people each one has to has to do their own thing yeah, so indeed. yeah cool well it has been amazing i think this is uh, i told you before like i haven't done a show in about a month i've been so busy with a bunch of other things and We've gone shoot almost uh, almost three hours here, so this has been oh my gosh <laughs> yeah amazing talk. Well, we're at two hours and forty minutes right now. This is amazing talking to you. Where can people find you and follow you on like Instagrams or socials or anything like that? Yes, I have. I I do use a lot of Instagram. It seems okay. like it's pretty easy to use. So my Instagram is gal lau um, gal bajo dash gal. I I forgot. I should have looked this up before I, right. I asked that question even. Um, yeah, I can always uh, send it to you by email so you can have it. Okay, um, I'll, I'll post yeah. that in there as well then. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. And yeah, I usually use that a lot. The Instagram is it seems pretty easy. And sometimes you can just put a picture in there. <laughs> and I usually put stories in there, but yeah. Well, perfect. Well, we will be following you uh, straight on through Tokyo. I can't wait to uh, to see how you do in the Olympics. And uh, and it's just been awesome sitting down with you and hearing your story. So thank you for following your dreams and getting back into running and giving us this, uh, this great fun story to follow. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. No, oh, thank you. Thank you for um, 
Uh, I'm going to say the questions were awesome. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> you made me remember so much of, of uh, all my career and uh, very interesting questions. And thank you again. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm happy to, to be here and share my story whenever I can because I know there's so many kids out there and, 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 or people who may just find something useful. But thank you. Awesome. Well, I'd love to have you on after the Olympics and uh, and also talk a little bit more about your relationship with Hoka and what they've meant in your journey back into running and stuff. So we didn't even get a chance to, there's so many things that I still wanted to talk about. So we can, we can have a part three because I might separate this into parts one and two. So that'd be okay. good. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, I'll be happy to. Awesome. Well, thank you, Laura. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. And that is the show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, more people racing more often, having more fun in the process is our mission. Uh, I am Troy Bousseau. Thanks again to Laura Galvan for sharing her amazing story. You can find her on Instagram at gal, gal underscore lau. So that's G-A-L underscore L-A-U. So gal, gal lau, that's tough to say, gal lau. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We do a special post for each episode on Instagram. So look for the post for episodes 43 and 44 with a picture of um, Laura. If you have any comments or questions, we are at Athlinks or shoot us an email to podcast at athlinks.com. Share it with friends far and wide. Give us a review if you dig it. And until next time, happy racing, everybody. <laughs>